Hello and welcome to Cutting to the Ball in the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Buna ziwa. Languages repeat. Where's that from? Romania today. Romania. Today we're going to bring you a very cheerful subject. Yeah. Yay! Woo! I thought, when Mike suggested this, I thought, wow. I love cheery ones. Yeah. That's going to be cheery. These worst industrial accidents ever. Oh. And their consequences. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were going to do, like, fluffy pink clouds and dogs and puppies and shit. There's probably a few pink clouds and sort of chemicals getting in the air. <laughs> Dead fluffy puppies. Dead fluffy oh, yeah, puppies. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite sad. We will, honestly, at some point, we will do like a, a positive... It will be... We will do one episode where it's going to be like a really positive subject. I just, we did a fluffy episode with them. War Hero Animals, that was fluffy. That was well fluffy. I suppose, but it was... Tainted with the darkness of most of them being killed <laughs> yeah. in brutal war, and that massive animal PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, although it had a fluffy, literal sense, <laughs> it, it got quite dark. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't think it can do fluffy. There's got to be something. There's got to be something. We're miserable, cynical old men <laughs> and ladies. Uh, well, let's quickly thank some of the returning listeners. I don't know where that is in Romania. Lazzy, I'm guessing that's what it's pronounced. That was for you today. Yeah. No, that's in the capital I. Oh, Iazzy. Iazzy. Welcome to you. Ascot in the UK. Madrid in Spain. Burbank in California. Sydney, Australia. Los Angeles, California. Bagsvere in Denmark. Well, they came back after your language, Pete. See? I, I must have done well. Trowbridge in the UK. Frankfurt and Maine in Germany. Dallas, Texas. Buffalo, New York, Ashburn, Virginia, Stevens, UK, and Guadalajara, Spain. Thanks for listening. Let's carry on. The Port Chicago disaster in the United States. On the evening of July 17, 1994, the San Francisco East Bay experienced a massive explosion that lit up the night sky. 1944. 1944. The blast originated at the Port Chicago Naval Magazine when a cargo ship that was being loaded with ammunition destined for the Pacific Theatre exploded. So just oh imagine dear. how much ammunition was on that ship of varying sizes, strengths. Oh dear, oh dear. That's a lot of ammunition. Yeah. Naval shells, that, small that arms fire, that, small that arms rooms. They were all the big dog weaponry. Ammo as well, because 1944 in July, what that was like right at the peak of the end. and You know what I mean? They were, That was fully, fully laden, wasn't it? Oh yeah. The blast resulted in the deaths of 320 sailors and civilians. An additional 390 people were injured in the worst American home front disaster of World War II. Hmm. The Port Chicago disaster highlighted unsafe working conditions at the port, and this led to hundreds of sailors refusing to load munitions. I'm surprised we've not made a film about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood is running out of ideas. That's very true. It all, it all always comes down to, like, we need this stuff on there, do it as quick as you can, we don't care about health and safety, but not health and safety. Cut, cut corners if you need. Yeah. But don't. But don't. Don't let us see. If you do, it's your fault. If you do, make sure I'm looking that way, all right? It's health and safety gone mad. But the thing is, <laughs> that's even nowadays, you're like, yeah. I don't fancy unloading that. Oh, sorry, we need the stock. You're like, yeah, but it looks really unsafe to unload. Yeah, but, you know, we need give, the stock. Give it a go. Health and safety is a good thing. It is it's a great thing. People dying I mean, and injured at work. My great uncle was went down the pit for the first day. His first day of being an engineer down the pit, and saw a bloke get fed through a machine. No yeah. guards back then. 
you know, it's, like, it's probably actually about the same time, about 1944. Did he go back to work after that? No, he never went back to the pit. He went and got another job. Surprising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very surprising. Love to put you off, innit? Yeah. Very yeah, but so. that saying, health and safety, you know, has gone mad. It's kind of the inspiration for this sort of episode, to be fair. It is, but I'm quite glad we do have the health and safety we've got. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. It's a ridiculous saying, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know what? There's exceptions. All the kids can't uh, go to wear glasses when they're playing conkers. It's like, oh, I don't know, what's a bit of conker in the eye? <laughs> they don't even let you play conkers no. anymore. No, it's a rite of passage getting conker in the eye. I thought it was uh, because you can clank your knuckles, the other person clank no. your knuckles. Well, it's, it's all of like, it. Ah! It's all of it, wrapped mm. in one big fluffy fucking blanket, isn't it? <laughs> oh, you might hurt your knuckles. What if a bit chips off and hits you in the eye? Did we give a fuck in the 80s and the 90s? Did we all die from it? No! I've never even had a conker split, because, like, you know, you, you bake them a bit. And mm. Ah, you cheated. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's nothing to say and you can't prepare it. Preparation. Soak them in vinegar. Yeah. It's against the spirit of the game. Totally. <sighs> Preparation for annihilation. Mm. I had enough choice to just find the beasts. There's always there's always loads. But yeah, it is mad. But yeah, it is good. It's there for a good reason. A lot of the health and safety nowadays. Well, yeah. I mean, like the the poor Chicago Fifty who refused to load the munitions were convicted of mutiny and were given fifteen years of hard labour and a dishonourable discharge. However, by 1946, all but three were released. I should fucking hope so. It's shocking that they had to spend two years within within the prison system. Why did they keep the three? They must have been dicks whilst in jail, maybe. Yeah, no. keep you for a bit longer. Nearly two-thirds of the dead were enlisted African-Americans, so here you go. What would the attitude have been to enlisted yeah. African-Americans in 1944? Well, they, they were used like cannon fodder, let's face it. In all reality, even, even, that, even then, they were... Well, they were catchers and carriers, they were loaders, they were, there wasn't that many on the front lines. Wasn't there? few units maybe, but not many. I know they did, they did create some units that kind of went in first. There's loads of yeah. references. Could have been avoided. Could have been avoided. Unsafe work conditions and lack of training. Most of the dead weren't trained to load munitions and the hectic schedule created room for errors. All it takes is you put in because a lot of the ammunition well I don't know so much them days but nowadays it's there's lots of different chemicals involved and you, you mix two chemicals accidentally with two tiny little spillages that can create huge explosions oh yeah you only got to mix two of the chemicals that with a bit of a leak on the floor you mix them and they run into one another precisely got a spark some you don't even need to mix with the other chemicals there's like your, your TNT that, that can just explode just with an impact anyway, so as it crystallises, you could stand on it and the impact of that could cause a small explosion that could in turn create a chain of bigger explosions. It's so fucking... It's so many mm. different things that can go wrong with ammunition. I've always wondered, if you're walking around with like a shell, yeah, and then you were to fall over, like fall over, will that explode? Or no. No, it needs no. to be high impact, doesn't it? Yeah, right, and okay. You'd have, to, you'd have to be really unlucky and fall on like a pin and, I yeah. don't know, you'd have to <laughs> land in the exact right place and you'd have to put all your force down and maybe it could possibly go off, but no, it'd be right. such a small chance. I'm yeah, I've a... always wondered that forever. <laughs> no. But, but... It, Ignition itself, like some kind of combustion, will do the trick. That's it. And if you've got 
lots of different types of ammunition, which is lots of different types of explosive and powder. And you put in like the big powder bags they used to use on the battleships to go in and after the shell. Mm. And they're like sort of a good three foot long. See, I'm not too good on World War Two ammunition. Like nowadays, I I'm up there for obvious reasons. I had to know a lot of it. But what what different compounds would there be in them days? The different types of, of different types of explosives, different types of TNT, different types of explosives. Maybe some of the different ways. And some that. of the, the battleships would have been still using black powder propellant, so right. you need big bags of that. Which is, as we all know, incredibly volatile. Combustible. Yeah, only need a little spark around. Well, that's even you had a fag around it, and before you know it. And do you know what? How much would it surprise you if, out of those three hundred and twenty workforce, how many of them had a fag in their gob? <laughs> Walking around with, especially in them days. Oh yeah. And you got the ones that really have had no training whatsoever. May not even conceive the idea of it being a problem. Mm. I used to give cigarettes to the to troops and people and you know anyone to do with the forces, yeah. didn't they? Is it? Do they know how it happened? No. Unsafe working conditions and a lack of training. So yeah, it could have been something like that then. Just because someone's just got a fag in the go. Yeah. And maybe they flicked it, just not realising. Yeah. Uh, to a bag of black powder. <laughs> <laughs> the San Juanico disaster in Mexico. November 19th, 1984, so not that long ago comparatively. Yeah. A massive explosion destroyed the liquid petroleum gas tank farm at San Juanico. I'm not going to bother with that one. <laughs> Come on, give it a go. Tenampantla de Baz, Mexico, have. yeah. You should have just stuck with the first answer. answer. <laughs> a series of blasts completely destroyed the farm and it consumed 11,000 cubic metres, that's 388,000 cubic feet of LPG, amounting to one third of Mexico City's oh. supply. That's one big explosion. That's quite a lot of gas, isn't it? Certainly is. It resulted in significant destruction at the farm and the nearby town of San Juan, Ixhuatepec. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Eight out of ten. The death toll is known, but is estimated to be between five and six hundred dead, with five thousand to seven thousand suffering severe burns, and it remains the deadliest LPG disaster in world history. There was probably more than that dead of where it was they never find the bodies that's what i mean you'd have found that there might have been a lot of people that was were unaccounted for anyway because that nobody really knew where they were do you know what i mean and because of mexico especially early 80s i'm sure they got a staff register that they could find out do you think so at the time and he that's a lot of fucking people isn't it yeah five six hundred remember that staff register's probably fucking gone, mate. Uh, <laughs> if that's five to seven thousand people suffered severe burns, I'm guessing it 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 took out an area a little bit bigger than the farm. Yeah, and the, the next town over. So that's what I mean. In that town, registered, there might be fucking seven thousand people. Yeah. Unregistered, there could be twelve thousand people. It says it was felt on seismographs. Yeah. Like yeah. a small earthquake, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's fucking mad, that. It is, isn't it? Have you ever fucking seen a, you know, your typical can of gas, mm -hmm. LPG gas? Have you ever seen a small one of those blow up? Yep. Yeah. Can you imagine that <laughs> amount? 
Damn. Yeah. 11,000 cubic metres. Yeah. Right. So it's not as big as it sounds because they've done it in that measurement. 388,000 cubic feet, is that better for you? No, if no. they didn't use cubic feet, if they used like square miles to make it more of a realistic, you can actually fucking equate. Oh, that's how much gas was yeah. destroyed. Yeah, but you want to think, you try to think of oh, the right, size, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to work out. But it was fucking big. It was a big blast. <laughs> no, I was trying to, because from that, yeah, it's great. And you know, that, that, the size of that blast has no consequence to you if you're on the ground going, oh, look at that. Well, that, that's kind of what I'm wondering, how far away would you have been from the mm. blast from the to have get, got that fucking burn for it to have hit 7,000 people with severe burns? So how many did it, not severe, but scald and slightly, well, you know what I mean? That must be, bad that in it. It couldn't have been 7,000 people working on the farm, could there? That's yeah. my, that was my point. It must have been a huge radius. I think the town's almost going to end the burns, isn't it? How that's going to happen? Is it flash going to engulf the, the town? And well, I get, mate. I suppose it would just burning be gas is just <laughs> cascading down. over, raining down. It would just be yeah. a big fireball, wouldn't Ooh, it? I'm thinking fireball. You'd have the initial initial fireball, and then you got all them steel containers that are being held in, all the gas tanks. Mm. There's just a cloud of shrapnel at that point. Yeah. The explosion released. It resulted from an LPG leakage, which was likely caused by a build-up of excess pressure. This resulted in the form of a vapour cloud that ignited when it came into contact with an open fire pit oh around 5.40am. Don't have open fire pits in a gas farm. <laughs> yeah, why has someone got an open fire pit? That's just it's ridiculous. A cold night. A cold night. <laughs> However, it could have been avoided. The gas detection system installed at the farm was found to be ineffective. Oh. Had it been in proper working order, the leak could have been detected, keeping the system from rupturing. It's always a bloody same. And this it's always something broken. Or nothing drills. You'll, you'll find it? a theme in this. It's the owners of these things cutting corners and putting yeah. workers' lives yeah. at risk. And this is why you do drills. That's why we, yep. we moan every fucking week when, when we have to listen to that awful alarm that hurts my ears for about 20 seconds but do you know what i'm glad they test it because if there was a real big fire i'd like to know that the fire alarm is going to let me know and i'm not going to burn to death yep <laughs> i'd like to think my yep. my sense of smell might take over before i burn but yeah <laughs> or the fact you can see a raging fire coming towards you or, or the fact i'm getting really warm mm. <laughs> well see but, most things things might happen at night and you're asleep that's a problem isn't it yeah yeah that's it you're yeah. not gonna wake you're gonna die of smoke in a and most of the time when i'm at work i'm asleep <laughs> i'm really not i wish i was we can dream. I'm outside most of the time anyway i couldn't give a fuck if there's a fire i'm outside anyway me too i'm in and out all, all all day driving along picking shit up and yeah having fun let's go on to the oppo explosion Oppo explosion in germany september 21st 1921 four and a half thousand metric tons of ammonium sulfate mixed with ammonium nitrate fertilizer exploded you don't want that stuff anywhere near anything else flammable ammonium nitrate you've only got a smoke near that mm. It's ridiculously flammable. The resulting blast killed between 560 and 600 people and wounded 2,000 more. 
The explosion resulted in the workers use of dynamite to loosen up the chemical mixture from a 20 meter tall silo. It was actually considered a safe and standard practice and it had worked about 20,000 times before the disaster. Well, this time it didn't. No. That was their practice. That, that's what they did. Yeah, to loosen it up in the silo if it, had clogged, if it had clogged up a bit. Get some dynamite in there. Give it a loosen. Bloody hell. On the day of the explosion, it turned out that the mixture of ammonium sulfate and ammonium nitrate fertiliser wasn't a 50-50 mix, as everyone thought. Oh dear. Oops. Tests performed after World War One found that any mixture consisting of less than 60% nitrate wouldn't explode, and because of this, using dynamite to free the mix from the silo was common. However, the last time this was attempted, the dynamite acted as a detonator and the silo exploded. It was so loud, people heard it in northeastern France and as far as Munich in Germany. About 80% of the houses in Oppau were destroyed, leaving thousands homeless. No, so that just flattened the town mm. then? Or was it a city? Either way, it flattened the area. Yup. Fucking hell. They changed the manufacturing process a few months earlier and didn't we tell anyone? <laughs> So, hey, it's not 50-50 anymore. What? Just didn't neglect it to tell people. Unbelievable, isn't it? Surely you'd test it before, you, you know, Well, put the they've done it thousands of times before, I imagine. It's a standard practice, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go on, hands, tested. get the dynamite. Yeah. It was tried and tested already 20,000 fucking times. Hands, where's your hands? I'd imagine he's missing a bit more than just his hands. <laughs> that is not good! That is not good! <laughs> what about the Courier's mine disaster in France? Hey, we're doing alright, having a British one on yet. This one was quite a nasty one, wasn't it? Yeah, this wasn't good. Mining actions, mining's fucking shit, isn't it? Yeah. I would hate to be a miner. Mm. Kind of a good job, it's pretty much been abolished in a, not, in a very non-safe way. Like where, where as far as like you, you're not very safe practices go. Just doesn't happen it's, anymore. Well, the thing is, like, you're still digging a hole under the ground and hoping that that hole's yeah. gonna, you know, you support it. You, but you still got gas pockets. You still got the yeah. risk of explosion. Well, but, still, now, but nowadays they do it a lot less. Certainly in this country, there's still mine fires that are going on. They've been going on for hundreds of years. Was that town in America? Isn't that's deserted? Yeah. And the, the it was the mine underneath the town has been smouldering for like a hundred years. Oh. You can see the smoke coming out through cracks in the ground. Coal burns well, doesn't it? And yeah. It's just the coal. Yeah. Keep going. Like, yeah, keep going. that's it. Fire starting, that's it, hundreds of years later, it's still going. And of course, coal and, dust as well. And you have whole abandoned towns there where they can't live because basically the grounds become unstable because the fire's underneath. <laughs> coal dust is even more flammable than coal as well. Mm. Coal dust just ignites. Mm. Anybody ever seen a film called Nothing But Trouble? Early 90s film with... Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it, but I'm aware of it. And John Candy. No, but it sounds good. It's got, <laughs> it's got Dan Aykroyd and John Candy. It's a very strange it film. It is a strange film. It's got mm. Demi Moore in it as well and, and a few others. And for some reason, it's yeah, got two packs of... Prime as well. Shakur doing a... Oh, I've definitely got to watch it. Doing a rap it. in the middle of it. Definitely got to watch it. <laughs> it's a yeah. mad-ass film. It's about... A two-pack. Dan Aykroyd plays this old judge in one of these old mining towns that has been deserted now because the fire's underneath. 
Yeah. And it basically he ends up murdering people for, for traffic violations and things. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good film. It's a bit weird. It's an interesting watch. Maybe we'll do it as a mm-hmm. one of our film choices. Yes, yeah, I would see it. Can't they flood the the sort of area to put the fires out? You think they would? Mm. Yeah. Or just stick a hose pipe in there and leave it. No, I'm talking redirect some serious water. Just I guess it's just cheaper. Hose pipes then. (laughs) I guess it's cheaper to abandon it. You think the amount of water you need to flood a vast mine? Mm. You're taking away some town's supply of water, aren't you? It would still be unstable because everything would be like hot ash and mess underneath yeah. wouldn't it well no mining accident has reached a level of severity as the Courier's mine disaster on March 10th 1906 the coldest explosion resulted in Europe's worst mining accident the explosion caused the deaths of 1099 miners when it tore the mine apart around 6.30 in the morning so oh just imagine getting there for your shift you're going down the pit you're tired you're eating your baguette <laughs> <laughs> You know, your breakfast baguette, and all of a sudden, the fucking thing just explodes. Be quick, though, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, there is that. Nearby residents woke to the massive blast, which didn't kill everyone in the mine. Around 500 of the 1,795 miners that went into the mine were able to escape to the surface after the explosion. However, most of them were severely burned or were suffering from having inhaled various mine gases. The explosion was a result of a fire that began the previous afternoon. A fire broke out in the Cecil pit, which the miners attempted to extinguish by depriving it of air. They sealed off the outlets, leaving the fire to smoulder. However, fissures in the pit's walls released flammable gases into the area. This caused the explosion, which blasted debris throughout the mine. It could have been avoided. They they could have not used naked flame lamps. That would have been good. Yeah. You know? Could have had a canary with them. Were they doing that? I imagine so. It was still 1906. I thought they had a canary with them. Didn't really have much choice on lamps though in them days, did they? No, I suppose you haven't. They're saying ensuring there were no exposed flames in the mine should have prevented the fire and subsequent explosions. So. Uh, something called a Davy lamp, which they could have used, presumably, which didn't have a naked flame. Going. Probably sealed, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, he's got Pierre going down there with a candle. They used to have them on their heads, didn't they? The helmets, little yeah. candles burning. It's fucking mad. It the is heat. Madness, isn't it? Yeah. Not only got the heat from a, a flame right in front of your face, you run God knows how many feet underground as well. The yeah. heat from that. Oh. I'm digging a hole, it. having a shit, burying it. No going back to the toilet when you're like, that far down in the mine. So, it's a guy that we used to work with as a miner back in his youth. He was like a a two-hour trip to the front head of the mine. You go in on a Saturday morning for about five hours overtime, but that doesn't include the two hours you go into the head, the hour you spend in mining, and then the two hours back. What's the point? Five hours overtime, a double time on a Saturday morning. Sounds ridiculous to me. Just sound ridiculous. Well, that's why the mining industry fucking got shut down at the end of the day, because of that, one of the You're reasons. five hours' work to do one, one hour's work. Exactly. They are on a good screw, them miners were. Well, that's why they're all so pissed off when Maggie closed them all. <laughs> they, were, they all died at the age of fifty with black lungs. Well, that's that's the consequences of mining, isn't it? My granddad used to be a miner and he died. It wasn't good. Well, these days they just 
excavate it with big machinery, wouldn't they? Well, do you know what? Nowadays, it should not be a problem. You just wear one of those fucking COVID masks and you're safe. <laughs> I'd rather have a respirator. Mm. Mm. Why those COVID masks, man? They, they must have worked a treat, surely. <laughs> well, no, because one's there stop. <laughs> Look, if they stop microparticles like fucking viruses, surely it'd stop anything else. Well, that coal dust. Yeah, it's all we, that Have we still got quite a bit of coal then? I know she's like, you know. Yeah, there's shitloads of it. About 100 years worth of coal we've got left in this country, should well, we need it? I suppose isn't that much in the grand scheme of things. But no. It's still a bit. Shouldn't be digging it up at all now. No, it's no. no, no reason for leave it. Leave it be. We've got other methods now, so. Alright. Uh, Let's go on to Chernobyl. Clearly the biggest, most deadliest in my opinion. These aren't in any particular order, listener. Uh, this is my. This is the one I think is the one that's had the biggest impact on the planet. Mm. On the planet, yeah. Not immediate deaths, but... No, no, because only 30 people ever died, yeah. Mike. That's what the Soviet <laughs> yeah, Union said. Yeah. Only 30 people ever died. Well, we don't know the... Like Fukushima, we don't know the, the consequences of that yet. No, we don't. And that was straight into the sea, as opposed... Oh, no, this is into the air, but... April 26th, 1986. The world witnessed what will become the most devastating nuclear accident ever seen. The number four reactor, the Chernobyl nuclear power plant in Pripyat, Ukraine, which is part of the USSR at the time, resulted in more cost and casualties than any other disaster of its kind. Unlike the Fukushima nuclear disaster in 2011, the Chernobyl disaster resulted from numerous avoidable human errors. The RK-4 Soviet reactor did not do well at low power, and their idea of doing a safety test was to drop it down to low power and gradually build it back up again. And they had done it loads of times, but none of the engineers knew about that fault, because it was a state secret. Mm. Hmm. Can't have a... They were just using common practice. Yeah, you, you ca been. can't have a weakness in this... Look at this glorious piece of <laughs> communist equipment. There's no weaknesses in that. A reactor was put into an unstable status during a planned safety test, but the operators weren't aware of the risk this posed because no one had told them. They continued with their test, which completed and triggered a reactor shutdown. Unfortunately, the reactor didn't shut down. It began an uncontrolled nuclear chain reaction. Scary as fuck, isn't mm. it? What you had was graphite rods which would get inserted into the into the reactor. The more graphite rods are in there, the slower the reaction. Okay. The problem is as he lifted them out, some of them got stuck and we just ended up with a constant reaction then. There's nothing to slow it down. Yeah. So when it built up, when they brought the power back up, it just spiked. It just goes out too hot, too quick, with no control. The influx of energy caused the core to melt down, resulting in several explosions. This caused a fire and released radioactive contaminants into the air that blanketed Western Europe and the USSR with nuclear fallout. The Soviet Union says 30 people died as a result of the disaster. That's their official death toll. It could be as many as 16,000 people throughout Europe have died due to the spread of radiation and cancers and things like that. Mm. We'll never know the, the scale no. of it, although cancer rates have spiked. They have gone up, haven't they? Remember when we were kids, it was like one in ten. Was it? Yeah, when we were kids. Nice one in two, innit? Yeah, it's like one in two now. I was just like, that's like, jumped, doesn't well, it? Well, it's because of all the shit in the air, all this, all this, all this shit in the air, all the, all the various pollutants, all the chemicals. 
course it is. All the stuff in the food chain, the stuff in the water. Yep. Pesticides on our food. Pesticides. It's poison, isn't it? Yeah. It could be all sorts of things, couldn't it? Listerine is affected, the mouthwash is effectively floor cleaner. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they say, don't swallow it. Oh, floor cleaner is effectively mouthwash. <laughs> Either way, probably shouldn't have been going into our mouths. Shouldn't be going into our mouths. That's why you shouldn't swallow it, innit? Mm. And how it could have been avoided? Well, the simple reason is it's incorrect operating instructions, poor training, a faulty design, and operating negligence. None of the guys on the night shift doing that test had ever done it before. So they're a bunch of hobos. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And ladies. <laughs> best way to think about it, yeah. Same fucking fireman that I always feel sorry for. Like, literally walking into an exposed reactor. Oh, no perceptive equipment. They don't even know the reactor's exposed. They can taste metal in their mouths. And then, like, less than, what, 10 days, 14 days later, they just. Their skin's just melting into the bed sheets. They're a pile of goo, aren't they? They're just a pile of goo, yeah. Surely they, they, they had some sort of. Like, like. Pete was saying before drills and sort of, you know, if this was to happen, this is what's got. To, they never trained for it. They never thought it was going to happen. Normal fiber range that shit. The, the fire department of Pripyat had very little protective equipment. They turned up with none. No NBC suits. No NBC suits. Not that it would have made much difference at that range. No. The communist Russia in the eighties. Remember. But th- remember, things like that didn't happen. Reactors aren't designed to do that. They're not designed to catch fire, so therefore we don't need the equipment. Because that won't happen. Will never happen. I think one of the Russian guys in the Politburo said, one in a thousand years, that's a what's the rate you're looking at for something like that, and then it happened about a year later. Right, right, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Chernobyl was the biggie, that's, I think that's the, the worst. Well, I mean, we don't know the results of Fukushima yet, but we never will. Still going quiet, hasn't it? How much polluted water that's been pumped into the sea. Mm-hmm. Moving on then, the Beksu colony disaster in China. During World War II, the Japanese took complete control of a previously joint Chinese-Japanese mining operation in Bexi Luang in China. Unfortunately, the mine experienced a catastrophic coal dust explosion on April the 26th, 1942. When the explosion happened, it sent flames bursting all the way back to the mine shift entrance, which the Japanese guards then blocked because, hey, it's only Chinese prisoners working down Bloody there. Hell. They blocked it up? Yep. Because the Chinese were expendable to the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Unit 731, they referred yeah, to them as logs, yeah. didn't they? They weren't yeah. people, they were logs to be carved open. Mm-hmm. The Japanese guards kept people from entering the mine, holding off all rescue attempts. To complicate matters, they also shut off the ventilation and sealed the pit opening. They did this without without evacuating anyone from within the mine, leaving the Chinese workers to suffocate and die. This increased the death toll significantly, which the Japanese reported as 34. (laughs) The number was later corrected twice until it was listed at 1,549 people. Slight difference. Just a bit. That's horrific, isn't it? Just shutting it off and saying, right, fuck it, let them suffocate and die. Well, yeah, that was... uh, Japanese had that racial superiority complex mm. at the time, didn't they? You know, they, they, they were like the Germans in that respect. Yeah. We're superior to the Koreans, to the the people we're conquering, basically. We're superior to them, they should be thankful. Mm. We want this conglomerate of 
East Asian peoples, but we're in charge. We're top of that top of that ladder. However, it could have been avoided. It's not clear whether or not the explosion was preventable. That said, a Soviet investigation found that most of the deaths occurred when the guards sealed the mine off, leaving more than a thousand to die of carbon monoxide poisoning. So they could have easily saved a thousand yeah. of them, but just left them to die. Yep. Yep. Poor souls. Yep. All right, they might have been prisoners, but probably for terrible, like not not. I mean, probably not for terrible crimes. They were fighters. They were soldiers that we catch. So they were just POWs. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know the Japanese like to put their POWs to work. Yeah. Rosin Bridge on the River Kwai. Oh, the collapse of the Rana Plaza in Bangladesh. Isn't Bangladesh totally overpopulated? Very yeah. much so. Mm. Very low-lying land as well, isn't it? Yeah. Beautiful country, though. Mm. The actual country itself looks stunning. Stunning country. Well, they've got a lot of garment factories, haven't they, Bangladesh? Yeah. A lot of sweatshop work. Is it, would you class it as sweatshop or would you just say that it's... No, it's sweatshop. Oh, right. Yeah. They're pretty poor, aren't they? Yeah. There's, there's no there's no way to describe that. Fuck it. Be, a room this size, you'd have ten workers, little workstations. They would fit ten little workstations in a room this size easily. And there'd be no heating, probably no windows, or if there was a window, it's just hot, hot air anyway. Yeah, it'd just be, oh, yeah, it would not be nice. We're probably wearing the, some of the clothes that were probably made there. Probably. They aren't Primark. Primark. They, they all do, get don't stuff they? From Bangladesh, don't they? Mm-hmm. The Plaza was an eight-story commercial building that housed the garment factory. On April twenty-fourth, twenty thirteen, it collapsed. On April 23rd, cracks appeared in the building, which caused the owners of a bank, several apartments, and some shops to close. Unfortunately, the building's owners didn't follow suit, and the garment workers were made to return the following day. Gotta keep making that profit. It was awful, this, wasn't it? I remember it. Do you? Happened. I don't remember this. Don't you? No. no I do. That was only ten years ago, but... Yeah, I remember this. Well, the cracks widened, and during the morning rush, the building collapsed due to widespread structural failure. How it could have been avoided? Well, it's just it was constructed on a filled-in pond, making for a poor structural base. Fuck. I'm sure I've seen a programme about they, they when they build their houses, they just build another layer on top. Shanty town. Sort of shanty town style, yeah, and like, you know, they, they save up for X amount of bricks and then build another sort of layer. Well, the only way they can build is, is up, it's I guess. Up, yeah, 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 so, you know, you've got to have good foundations to. Yeah. You know, to start with. Well, the building. They obviously haven't. The building wasn't even rated for industrial use in the first place. Mm. So they, they've just gone, oh, fuck it. Three additional safe. floors <laughs> that weren't in the original building permit. The, the same so three it was an eight-floor yeah. building that was originally a five-floor building. Mm-hmm. Just took three floors on top without any extra support on the five floors or below. Obviously, cheap, yeah, cheap materials. Yep. Yeah. Some some government officials probably come along and said, "Well, that's not good for industrial use." Don't use it for industrial use, and they've just obviously just gone ahead and done it anyway. Yeah, an over disregard for safety. Cheap materials. Cheap materials, and the owners. If they, but had the owners, you know, heeded the warning the day prior. Need a splash. You know, there's massive cracks in that. Your building now, be fine. Be fine. Carry on. 
It wouldn't have taken 1,134 people with it. Awful, that, isn't it? Yeah. Over 1,100 people dead within minutes. Just yeah. because of that prick. Yeah. That greedy money fucking... That's what it all prick. boils down to at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Sad as it is. Been like, oh, shit. Anyone in this country, most <laughs> most business owners in this country would see that and be like, hell no. Right, nobody, we've got to close down, we've got to get this repaired. You'd like to think so. Whereas, that's the difference, isn't it? But then we haven't got a massive Primark order to ship out tomorrow. Uh, no. And they're all getting uh, paid eight pence or, or, or whatever. That's it. And they're not going to eat tonight if they don't, you know. Yeah. No work, no food. I sit there, want to work as well, but yeah, because they've got to feed their family. It's basically slavery, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we're all a slave to the weight each, so to speak. Well, yeah, we're we? all weight slaves, yeah. The Bhopal disaster in India, this is a biggie, actually. I hadn't heard of this before, you know. Yeah, this is mad, isn't it? Doesn't sound familiar. The vast majority of the, incident, the incidents we've talked about involve an explosion of some kind. But that's not always the deadliest kind of industrial accident. On December 2nd, 1984, the Union Carbide India Limited pesticide plant in Bhopal, Padresh, India, had a leak. I've heard about this. The gas leak would continue to the next day, and although it didn't result in an explosion, the reality is far worse. The leak exposed the surrounding area to methyl isocyanate gas, a highly toxic organic compound used in the production of pesticides, and it is incredibly deadly. So when a giant cloud of the stuff covered the land, the people suffered. The final death toll still hasn't been determined, but the numbers range from at least 3,787 to as many as 16,000. Wow. That's a small town, isn't it? Yeah. Dead. Fuck. Deaths were horrific, as that tends to happen when you get poison gassed. It's not a pleasant way to die. But so too were the injuries. More than half a million people were injured, with many suffering debilitating and disabling injuries. The leak was caused via a black backflow of water into a tank which kept methyl isocyanate from properly flowing. How it could have been avoided? Well, the accident resulted from slack management and continuously deferred maintenance. It was so clearly the result of terrible accident oversight, the accident led to eight Union Carbide employees being convicted of death by negligence. Although I, I still believe that got overturned. It, it did, most of them were out within two years. Yeah. In one case, the American, because this is a partly American-owned company. Yeah, it is, yeah. He wasn't extradited. Mm-hmm. They just keep passing the book, don't they? And They don't care, do they? And now they're not going to... It's going to be... Someone's going to get done, it's going to be someone low down, isn't it? Accountability in companies are just... It's shocking, isn't mm-hmm. it? They just pay a fine, don't they? Yeah. I think it's worth pointing out that they're still having birth defects and health problems now and that happened in 1984 and we're in 2023 so it did a lot of damage to people and I imagine it pretty much fucked the farmland around there yep and no one's held accountable Halifax explosion in Canada December 6th 1917 the SS Mont Blanc collided with the SS Emo in a strait connecting the upper Halifax harbour to Bedford Basin the collision was problematic because the Mont Blanc was carrying high explosives and after the crash, a fire broke out on board. This resulted in an explosion estimated to amount to 2.9 kilotons of TNT. 
So that is like a small nuke. Yeah, yeah, basically. Basically. At the time, it was the largest man-made explosion ever made, although no one wanted to go down in history for that accident. The explosion killed 1,782 people in the immediate area. The deaths coming from the explosion itself, the blast wave, debris, fires, glass buildings in the immediate area, and in addition, 9,000 people around were injured from the blast. Almost every man-made structure within an 800-metre, half-a-mile radius was utterly destroyed. <sighs> Trees were snapped in half and the debris scattered for miles. News of the Halifax explosion quickly spread and it wasn't long before an official determination, official investigation was implemented to determine what happened. In the end, it was found that both vessels were to blame. <sighs> going to blast most of the water out of that basin for a bit, mm. isn't it? You'd have like a little mini tsunami, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's what I was picturing in my head. That's fucking mad, isn't it? That's a big old explosion, that. Yep. A mile, basically, from end to end of explosion. Yep. Yeah. Would look crazy on a drone, wouldn't it? Oof. It'd take the drone out if it was low enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what do you suggest, Claire? We go and try and make a 2.9 kiloton explosion somewhere and film I it with a like drone. Explosions! <laughs> Everyone likes explosions, don't they? Not that big. Well, I don't like ones that kill people, but I like I like I like explosions, and I, I like the sound of it going off in the water, pushing the water back, and seeing that sort of tsunami, and then watching, you know, the basin refill. Is it? Is it? you know linked to rivers or whatever that would you know what about all the thousands of people stood nearby you want to watch no, them no, melt I no i don't want to sick that. motherfucker okay then she barely says anything then she comes out with fucking mass fucking <laughs> genocide <laughs> jesus well when she you did go back state, she did state didn't want anyone to die okay. no, a computer simulation of it like they've done computer simulations mm. of the of like titanic and all sorts mm. haven't they you know yeah i'd like to I do like an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you ain't the only one. See? Yeah. Pyromaniac. <laughs> I like to. I like a nuclear explosion as bad as that sounds. I think they're terrifyingly beautiful. Yeah. No, I I agree. They're they're, they're mesmerising, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. When you wow, look at that. You wouldn't want to look at one though. No. No. <laughs> I don't want one of them guys in a trench just a couple of miles away mm. from the blast who can all of a sudden see his fucking bones of his hand through the skin. There's a video of a US testing one in the desert. On YouTube you can see it. it. goes off and then all the soldiers in the trenches and they get out the trench and start walking towards the fucking explosion. Never. Yeah. Crazy. Fucking mad. They're all probably dead from cancers now. I'd imagine so. The bank, why... Banquo, dam failure. This is why I don't trust Chinese engineering. Mm. The Banquo dam failure wasn't related to a single dam that failed. It involved 62 dams failing consecutively. Wow. In August 1975, Typhoon Nina caused an increased flooding, which resulted in the total failure of the Banquo dam and 61 other dams spread throughout Henan, China. The third deadliest flood in recorded history. I could all then break at the same time. Increase the one gives way, next yeah, one down thing gives way. Yeah. And plus they're all domino effect. They were all made by the same contractors, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the area affected was immense and included a population of ten point one five million 
spread across 30 cities. A total of 3 million acres or 12,000 square kilometres, which is 4,600 square miles, were inundated with water. More than 5 million homes were destroyed. Oh. The death toll has never been confirmed, because why would they? It's estimated to be somewhere between 171,000 and 240,000. That math doesn't work, I'm afraid. 12,000 square kilometres is more than 4,600 square miles. I have no idea. No, me neither. Well, a kilometre is 1.6 kilometres to a mile. So that's got to be more like 8,000 square miles as opposed to 4,000 square miles. Possibly. I don't know if it works out differently when you're squaring it. I have no idea. Not a maths guy. I'm more gobsmacked by the amount that died. Any quarter of a million? Right, yeah, Pete, so some compl- <laughs> Oh, the maths is shit. There's 240,000 people dead, mate! <laughs> yeah, let's get the maths right. <laughs> the cause of the dam failure wasn't the typhoon. Granted, it didn't help. You know, tropical storms don't tend to help things like that. But the typhoon didn't destroy the dams that failed. The barriers failed for multiple reasons, ranging from poor construction materials and bad design to widespread ecosystem damage, which led to the destruction of a forested region, uh. making the flooding possible. How it could have been avoided? Well, the main issue was how the dams were built, with an emphasis on water attainment and no concern over potential flooding. Mao's great leap forward, which is what he called, this is how he was going to modernise China in as quick and efficient way as possible. Sorry, quick, efficient and deadly way as possible if you're one of the people living in China. Because you're quick and efficient, though. You've got to give him that. Yeah, but he also killed millions of his own people. I know, shocking, isn't it? But I, I do yeah. Famines, converting farmlands into cities, people are starving to death. Terrible. Yeah, shocking. But was it one of the five-year plans? Were they were there, one of the five-year plans that China five years are going to be up to this level? But it has taken China from a backwards country into the world's superpower now, isn't it? Mm, I much? wouldn't say they're the world's superpower. Well, on, the, on the hot on the heels of the US, they're right? hot. They might be hot the years then after that. Another nah. ten, twenty years, they will be. Yeah, but all this stuff, shit. <laughs> all of it. Everyone goes on about, oh yeah, the Chinese have just got this latest tank, they're building an aircraft carrier. It'll fucking sink the minute anyone tries to shoot at it. I think they just keep all the good stuff for them. I don't they think they do. Yeah. To, us. <laughs> to us. I don't think they do. I think it's why I think it's why it's really all their stuff is just Western knockoffs. It's built worse. The trouble is there's a billion of them. Yeah, but how many of them actually want to fight? <laughs> More than we've got. Well, that's why we've got nuclear deterrence. <laughs> They're not going to do anything anyway. They're all talk and bluster. Be fine. <laughs> so General Miles listening to this right now, great rat. Well, I hope not. He's fucking dead. Kill them all. Listen to from listen to us from hell. Well, as a communist, I guess he would be atheist. If there is a religion, mm. then yes, he'd be in hell. Well, I was thinking of his grandson, ah. General Mao. <laughs> <laughs> You're hoping there's a general now. <laughs> no, I'm hoping there isn't. And I'm hoping he's not listening to the show because now he's going to kill us all because you just basically said, bring it on, bitches. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> no! Fuck it. No, they haven't built crap. No, you are right. Cheap Chinese shit. You, right, you buy a bike, right? You buy like a Lexmoto, for instance. It's a cheap, cheap Chinese bike with a Honda engine. Mm. They use like 
but they get like a half decent bit and then they put shit around it gotcha but it, that seems to be the general gist of that kind of that cheap Chinese manufacturing mm. they get like a good they get like a good concept of something and then build it really cheaply well all their cars are basically just rip offs of, of western cars or they've got a, all a Chinese shuts <laughs> they're all cut and shuts mm. you know there's a there's a Chinese rip off Land Rover going around you know it's just it looks exactly the same but it's just built really cheaply mm. yeah yeah it's two different Land Rovers welded together. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what, what do they call it? They call it a cut and shut, don't they? No, but I was wondering whether there would be like a funny name we could think of between us. No, no, not that they're driving into the runs of racism. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, back to the dam. Yeah, yeah damn. I'd have been better designed and built to better standards, which I think we've just basically said in a roundabout way. Yeah. It probably wouldn't have happened. I reckon you probably will find that they were all it was built by the same company and they all built the same standard yeah. their standard and that standard could not withhold a slight over I've, spill. I've seen a block of flats in China I watched a video of it they found it's all in one piece and it just fallen over come off the foundations no way well, we, you know there's learning about structural engineering as well if, if that typhoon hadn't come along it might not have you know we don't know how many years it had been there actually stood you know but the problem is they cut down the trees which would have stopped the flooding in the first place yeah mm. yeah the problem is you when you're building these massive design things like that you need to account for the worst case scenario don't you what's yeah, what yeah. can these hold because there's a lot of water behind them mm. and if that increases by 10 percent, is it going to hold no, okay, let's make sure it does. Yeah, you've got to build a redundancy in, haven't you? I like that one there. 150 community members injured when toxic sludge oozed from a burst reservoir into the Hungarian village of Kolonatar, killing seven people and forcing the evacuation of 800 more. Toxic sludge from where? From a burst reservoir. They suffered severe burns or being carried off by the toxic waste. So that is literally a case of ah, the goggles they do nothing <sighs> as you're carried off by a swarm of toxic sludge. A lot of toxic Avengers in that. Say <laughs> when that happened. Is that 2010 when that happened? Yep. Yep. Wow. And it polluted the Danube and made the village uninhabitable. The Danube. The Danube. Not the Danube. Uh -huh. It's one of the largest rivers in, yeah, in Europe. I think the next one sounds quite interesting as well. Tons of caustic soda, hydrogen sulfide, tons. and other chemical waste surreptitiously discharged at 12 open air sites around Abidjan in the Cote d'Ivoire, that's the Ivory Coast. Yeah. In August 2006, from a ship chartered by the Dutch shipping company Triaferga Bahia BV. Because the company did not want to pay a 1,000 per cubic metre safe disposal fee charged at the port in Amsterdam from where they'd left, a decision that left 17 people dead and more than 100,000 in search of medical attention. Fuck. Among them, 40,000 known to have suffered a range of illnesses from exposure to the chemicals, diarrhoea, swollen stomachs, nausea, vomiting, headaches, skin damage, for which the shipping company refused to admit liability or be subject for any future claims or prosecutions in exchange for a $198 million settlement payment to the Ivory Coast for a compensation fund. 
So in other words, all the people affected get a bit of that fund. Or a very small yeah, amount, I'd imagine. That's what I mean. When there's like when you're talking forty thousand people are affected. Because mm -hmm. you know, remember, remember they've also got to build a construction of a waste treatment plant and get assistance in the recovery operations. So. I'd imagine building that plant's not going to be cheap. There's 100 million gone. Yeah, not yeah. a lot left. By the time the guys at the top have taken their cut, 30,000 residents of Ecuador's Oriente Rainforest who filed suit against Texaco, no Chevron, for allegedly knowingly dumping into the Amazon River billions of gallons of toxic waste stemming from some 300 oil wells in the region, devastating the general environment by failing other rivers and streams, contaminating the soils and groundwater, poisoning the air, and creating a, quote, black rain oof, via the burning of gas and waste oil into the atmosphere and, in the process, destroying the lives and culture of the Oriente's indigenous inhabitants. There's no excuse for that kind of shit. Not nowadays, because this was in the 2000s, yeah? So, we've fucking known for a long time since I was a wee little kid, how important the Amazon is to us. Of course. And, yeah, dickheads are still fucking trying their damnedest to just destroy it yeah. one way well, or another. They've got to make money for the shareholders, make a lot more money if you don't have to get rid of that toxic waste properly. Just pump it into the fucking rivers, fuck it. When you have a plant like that doing stuff in, 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 that, in Brazil or Ecuador... You're there to just make as much money as you can and exploit the workers as much as possible. That's why they, that's why they have friendly govern, governments to the Americans, so the companies can come in and do this. Basically, just rate the land, just extract all the profits. Doesn't actually give country. any back into the no. community because no one, everyone's getting paid like crap money. That's why every time like a socialist guy comes into power or something, the Americans are straight on it, aren't they? Venezuela. Yeah. So it's all about it's money. Venezuelan government wouldn't sell their oil rights to the Americans, yep. so they put a financial embargo against them. Now they're all starving. Mm. They can't export all that oil. Incredible, isn't it? Texaco, having followed practices in Ecuador, it knew to be illegal in the United States decades prior to the commencements of its drilling in the Amazonian region. The devastation being the result of a decision made by Texaco to install a type of drilling process that would lead to a systematic dumping of toxins. Yep, done on purpose. Shocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not good. That's what I mean, like, you'd think these fuckers would be like, yeah, fuck it, it's not my problem, is it? Let the next that's it. people in 100 Some years... Some poor indigenous people it. in Ecuador, he gives a shit. I'm yeah. getting, you know, I'm on like a million pounds a year to do this and I'm getting bonuses for if I'm extracting even more wealth and more profits yeah I don't care about that, well that old that native tribe who gives a shit about them they either move or they can go get a job if they want mm. you don't care about them you're making hundreds of thousands of pounds a year they're in each other's pockets aren't they as well yeah a lot of corruption and the thing is you'd think the Ecuadorian government would be like whoa 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 what are you doing yeah yeah can't go doing that. But now that someone's giving them a backhander, probably, aren't they? Yep. El Presidente is getting a backhander. It's all good. So, yeah, there's a selection of industrial accidents. Terrifying, really. Makes you feel a bit better for health and safety nowadays. 
But most accidents like that are just the result of, you know, but negligence I was and say negligence. Negligence, lack of investment, mm. greed. Well, that's what I mean, lack of investment. They've kept the profits and they should have been putting higher safety standards in. I think negligence kind of covers all of it, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. In all different ways, negligence. It just just shows that the worker population is expendable to these people. Yeah. They'll get away with as much as they can. Look at Grenfell. The fat cats get fatter. Yep. Yeah, it's true. It's gutted. (laughs) Yep. Welcome to the Masonic Slave Farm. Hey! <laughs> Enjoy your stay. Yeah, we're here for life. <laughs> Unfortunately. Viva la Revolution. Should we have a few fucked up facts? Yeah, go yeah. on then. Go on then, theme tune. Facts, facts, facts fucked up facts, facts, facts. Faggity fact, facts. Facts. At least 20% of people don't have an inner voice. Are they like your psychos and that, or people that don't have a like a conscience, maybe? Because that inner voice, surely, like, that's kind of sociopath. Kind of, yeah, I guess. Sociopaths account for like one percent yeah. of the population. They're talking twenties. I think the other nineteen are just thick. <laughs> the ones that are just like oh. mouth breathers have no imagination, things like that. Yeah, they have no thoughts in their head. Mm. It's just at least one in five of us baffles me that yeah, yeah, yeah. do you have an inner voice yeah I have yeah. full on fucking conversation yeah. with myself yeah. most yeah. most of the time I get subtitles as well occasionally I am now <laughs> well I've seen a study where it said at least 20% of people don't it's mad <laughs> so in this room one of us that's Chester I was going to say it must, it must be the cat does it count for a lot of like the idiots you see roaming around like just Having a full-blown argument, effing and blinding into their mobile phone, yeah. and just their care in the world. Yeah, we all we all know somebody, surely, <laughs> don't we? Yes, yes, I know a few. Twenty years, twenty-two years of warehouse work. <laughs> what the fuck did you do that for? <laughs> kind of, kind of thing. Well, now you know why. Yeah. The Earth pulsates every 26 seconds. What, it gives a little quiver? It says pulsates, and nobody oh. knows why. Well, it's been going on for a while, I mean, I'm too undu- not unduly concerned. But what if it stops one day? Then you might be. Well, again, there's not really much you can do about that, though, is there? It might be an alien signal. What if it started 10 years ago? Alien transmitter on Earth. Do you think it's something to do with the Black Knight satellite? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Very but still, interesting. at the same time, there's nothing I can really do as too about it, is it, if it does mm-hmm. stop? Yeah, it just start running really quick. I somehow doubt that me and a team of international scientists are going to go down the Earth's core and figure out what it was. Oh, nice. Hey, Ben, we need you for this mission. You're joining a group of Earth crack scientists and we need someone to load the wagon. <laughs> well, they can call me then. I'll get on my forklift, no bother. Well, that's for me, sorry. Well, you said you didn't want to do it. Like you said, it's unlikely that they'd send me, they'd ask for me. But if they did. <laughs> if you lost all of the space between the electrons and the nuclei that make up your own body, you would take up less than two cubic millimetres. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we are 99.9% empty space 
Well, I always said I was a boy. Everything, that's tables, houses, whatever, trees. Well, overcrowding wouldn't be so much of a problem anymore. Uh, it's mad, isn't it? Then again, we'd have to, like, fist fight ants at that level. It makes you think whether the simulation theory might be correct in that response. We're just like holograms, aren't we? Yeah, maybe. If we were like, two millimetres tall, like a tribe of ants rampaging through a city, it'd be like an apocalyptic event. Yeah, yeah. So if we're holograms, what are holograms? Good question. We're avatars. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we're holograms, what are holograms then? Yeah. They're not proper holograms. Well, we could be like holograms that you're able to touch things like hard light, like Rimmer. I don't know. Could yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. It's, yeah. like, it's like if we're actually a hologram, what the fuck was Rimmer then? But what do you define as real or what you can see, what you can touch, taste, breathe in, etc., etc.? But if all of it's stimulated anyway. Yeah. Mm. You don't know what's real. And we don't really know what's real. I mean, what our senses tell us. Enough people see shit that isn't real. And, you know what I mean? Mad, isn't it? And I, I start leaning towards this simulation theory. I don't fucking like it. I don't, <laughs> don't want to be... I don't I don't want my original body to be in like a vat of pink goop. <laughs> with machines feeding off my energy. No, I don't think that's happening. Somebody's sticking out the back of your neck. Yeah, I don't want all that. In the 1920s, a group of European light bulb companies created a cartel that fined manufacturers who didn't reduce a bulb's lifespan from two and a half thousand hours to a thousand. Isn't the original light bulb still going? Yeah. Well, one of them. I think from the late 1800s, yeah. Yeah. Early 1900s. But a cartel went up to him and said, make it work less. Less. Yeah. Half the lifespan. Over Sell half. twice as many. Yep. Every light bulb is designed to break after some point, so you have to go and buy a new one. We've been through this before, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Fucking big light bulb, man. <laughs> Got the... Yeah. Planned obsolescence, did it? We did an yeah, episode yeah. on it, didn't we? Big light bulb. Mm. Up there with the military industrial complex. Yeah. And big farmer. Some dolphins have been taught to play underwater keyboards. Then why hasn't there a fucking band been formed? What, and they. they... <laughs> they take them from place to place yeah. like, in a big in a tank. tank. And perform? Yeah. Why are the dolphins getting sex, drugs and rock and roll? <laughs> Vocals would be terrible, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. I know, they'd probably be better than some of the shit that gets released nowadays. Better than Ed Sheeran. Still better than Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I'd watch it. I want to see video evidence of this. It'd be cute as fuck, wouldn't it? Lord Dolphin batting a fucking keyboard with its nose and fins. Nose, I presume. That's a big keys, wouldn't they? I bet it's shit music, though. <laughs> well, you got to give them time, Mike. You know, the first guy I pick up a guitar, I didn't blast it all on the watchtower, did he? They'd give him a, a little keyboard, wouldn't they? They'll do, 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 whatever, and then you'll pump music into their tank and see if they mm. can replicate it. Mm-hmm. When the dolphins start like doing like Beethoven's fourth or something, that's the time to worry, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it depends what you you know you expose them to, doesn't it? Well, you want them to be like, classically educated, don't you? You want them to... would you? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Mozart, Beethoven, <laughs> Mozart, there, yeah. Bit of Bach. Mm. I mean, he's got teaching the flipper song, are you? <laughs> uh, 
Dolphins swimming around with fucking black makeup around their eyes. <laughs> like lots of little cuts on their flippers. <laughs> yeah, I hate the world! How cute would grunge dolphins be if they had little check shirts and baggy jeans? <laughs> Does anyone know how old the oldest piece of string is? I'm gonna have a guess. 742. Years old? Yeah. Nope. Older. Oh. Is it the one that they used in the book with the Minotaur? Is it like 3,000 years old? Older. 17,432. Older. 84,000. Oh, not quite that old. Right. 50,000. Wow. I was just going to keep going. And, like, and it was made by Neanderthals. Is it? Mm. A bit shit. It's just a piece of string. I don't know. It's quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> years old. That tells you it's pretty fucking. I know. What if you're in the museum where it's housed and like part of the floor gives way and all you've got to haul survivors up is that bit of string? I'd give it a go. <laughs> Would you, Chester? Would you give it a go? Oh, he'd love it. Yeah. He likes a bit of string, doesn't he? You don't have the cat in with it, do you? Some of mankind's mm. priceless artefacts, you just can't just let a cat bat it around. <laughs> Does anyone know what the modern wheel type pizza cutter was originally invented for? Slicing someone's face off. <laughs> it's a surgical tool. Cars. No, it wasn't surgical. Not cars. Something to do with building and close. Works. Cutting pieces of fabric. Oh, very close. Wallpaper. <laughs> Trimming wallpaper, apparently. It's not bad idea to use one of them to trim wallpaper, yeah. really, is it? It's not, not overly sharp, though, but you could you could hone them a bit, couldn't yeah. you? Then you could cut people's faces off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll finish on this one. The Shirami, has anyone ever heard of that? No. A mischievous creature from Japanese folklore. No, I'm not big on Japanese folklore, sorry. Whose no. name means butt eye. Ah! It is said the Shirami means no harm but likes to surprise people by revealing its butt has a glowing eye instead of an anus. That's not surprising <laughs> me, that's terrifying me. <laughs> just like walks along, does a little moony. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see this I eye glaring you. at you. Like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, what is that? <laughs> Get that eye out of your asshole. <laughs> yeah. Looking at your big brown eye. <laughs> I bet it's got a pink eye for a start. Mm. What well, there's a drawing as well if you want to see it. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Is that what he does? So it just looks like yeah. a little person. Gets now. on all fours and he's naked anyway. Yeah. He and shows you his eye. Sticks his sphincter in your in your face. I was imagining without any arms. <laughs> <laughs> without any arms. Great. If I ever go to Japan now, I'm not going to be able to sleep because I think one of them's going to come in the hotel room. I'm going to wake up and it's going to have its asshole eye looking at me right in my face. I bet every morning with a cat, don't worry. <laughs> I was <laughs> kind of picturing it just as like a little ass with its eye and that yeah yeah scooting along, yeah. scooting along with its bum cheeks, <laughs> and then it just like bends over and gives you a glare. What are you looking at? Gives you the stink eye. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 
bombshell. On that bombshell, it's starting to end the show. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at Cone to the Bull in the post through the Apocalypse, YouTube at Apocalypse Bull, and SoundCloud and most of the podcasting platforms at Cone to the Bull in the PTA. I've been Ben. Don't drink the flavour aid. Don't join a cult and don't get an eyeball up your ass. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been Claire. Keep an open mind, but not so open that it spills out your ears. And I've been Pete. La Veridere. <laughs> <laughs>